We got about 45 minutes to do this episode, so we'll just dive right in. We're Great. Our cars. Two buds, one cage. The first caravan episode. Yeah. It truly is. And we're talking about Drake this time. <laughs> Why is Pokeboy typing in the chat? Is that Banjo? Yeah, you must have spotted us. Ah, that's funny. Well, so we're here to talk about Birdie today while we're on our little drive. It's been a while. So, uh, hit me with initial thoughts on Birdie. Initial thoughts on Birdie? Uh, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I thought for the age of the actors, they both did a very good job. I yeah. thought I thought introducing you with Birdie, you know, in the cage, not knowing his name, the name of the character, not knowing that's who Birdie is. I thought it was a cool way, and then immediately jumping back. That was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah the, the, the time line of the story, as it's being told, is really cool. The way they kind of like give you snippets of their childhood and then snippets of post-Vietnam. It's like the only uh, Vietnam movie that takes place around Vietnam, but not in it. That's true. You get maybe about one minute of Vietnam action, really. In total. Yeah, that's about it. And that like whole minute is just brutal as fuck. Absolutely. Oh my god. Like, just horror vision. And then it just cuts back to them, like, goofing around as teenagers. It's, it's important to show that just, like, a few months prior to Vietnam, to seeing horrible things on the, the battlefield, they were just regular... One goofy teen and one extra, you know, sheltered, shy, possibly asexual teenager. They just, yeah, living a pretty, you know... Boring lower middle class Philly lifestyle, and then yeah, I kind of yeah. got the vibe that he was uh, not only a little um, mentally ill, he might have been like a little mentally handicapped too. Yeah, slightly. Like maybe like, like in terms of emotional intelligence, probably like handicapped or something. Yeah, or like a, his ability to socialize. Yeah. Something like today we might consider somewhere on the spectrum that they just wouldn't have known about back when the movie was made. Oh, definitely. That could definitely be the case. They just kind of treat him in the movie like, like, oh, he's just kind of a weird guy. He's charming. Like, people kind of tend to like him despite his, his oddness. Right. Like, nobody, like, really offers help to him besides Nicolas Cage. No, he wasn't really bullied all that much. He was just kind of an odd kid. Yeah. And, like, Nick Cage is kind of, like, teasing around with him at first before he just accidentally becomes his best friend. Right, yeah. 
in the beginning of the movie, which was cool. Because, like, Birdie's just charming enough that the guy was kind of trying to pick on him, and then he just grew on the guy. Yeah. From being around him. I couldn't believe how ripped Nick Cage was in this movie. Yeah, this was his teen days when he was pretty hunky. Yeah. I mean, he's always been pretty in shape. Even, like, when he's an adult. I think I can hit 1984 Nick Cage in, like, two years. Yeah. Well, That's an achievable goal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he stays pretty ripped in, like, Ghost Rider time, like, 2007-ish. He's still pretty jacked. That's true. Yeah. Even in uh, Willy's Wonderland, he's a bit older, but he still <laughs> looks pretty jacked. I would agree with that. He still looks very fit. Swings that that mop shirt, you know. He looked pretty strong. He looked pretty powerful. <laughs> right, he's, he's actually like... He got through the blood on the beer with ease. I feel like nowadays he's not really known as like a, a famous handsome actor. Like he's not known for his looks much. But uh, uh, back when he was a teenager, he was pretty hunky. Like he he looked pretty good. Yeah, it really kind of was part of his uh, appeal on screen. I really liked the scene where they were climbing on the underside of the bridge catching pigeons. I thought that was, I don't know, scenes like that that give me like. I don't know, like a nervous feeling. It's almost kind of like a horrifying feeling. It's just like, it's just like a check that like, oh, I'm actually not suicidal. I'm just uncomfortable in my life. You're like, oh my God, that's just like that feeling of like wanting to live, like holding your life at three points of contact under the bridge to catch a pigeon. <laughs> yeah. And not only that, like he even says at a later point in the movie that he like wishes he could die just so he could be reborn as a pigeon and stuff. But like, there's hints uh, of suicidal tendencies in Birdie, like, throughout the movie, but they never really go for it, and then they do the fake out at the end. Right, yeah, they never quite go for it for the, in the movie, which is okay. But yeah, no, I like that they did the fake out, because it was like, you thought it was that big, traumatic ending. He, he finally did it, like, after all that, they were escaping from the, from the ward, the mental ward. Mm-hmm the military mental work prison thing. And I don't know if it was prison, but he leaps and you're like, oh, fuck, there it is. But then he just is on the roof. Yeah. It's like, uh, I, I think it's kind of, it, it makes the ending a little touching that like uh, Nick Cage's character like loved Birdie so much as his friend that he like brought him back and you think, oh, like he's talking, but he's still gonna be like suicidal. But no, like he's he's actually okay. He's gonna escape with Nick Cage. It's like a kind of hopeful after those shocking images. It's definitely ends Vietnam. Yeah, they, 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 you're like you're thinking they can get out of there. They can uh, it's whatever. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's like if there's any one thing that can push a semi-suicidal person already like over the edge it's probably the shocking horrors of the vietnam war right they get back and they're just so fucked up that they do it like that's 
what you think, but then he just he they fake it out. I thought that was nice. I thought it was nice that they faked it out. I did too. It was like a pleasant surprise that he didn't he didn't die for the kill. I thought it was cool that uh, when Al talked about his trauma of getting his uh, face blasted off, it was finally what broke down Birdie's wall and made him able to talk again. Yeah, yeah, it was when Al started talking about himself and his own, like, opening up his own uh, horrors that he witnessed, that he finally reacted to him. So it's like they give you like a, a glimpse of how deep the the two of them care about each other as friends. Yeah, I thought that was great. I thought that was yeah. You don't see that very often. Male relationships. No. On screen. No. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a well done like male friendship like with good touching moments instead of just being like tough guys that are buddies. Right. I loved the first time we got to see the bird suit. That birdie was wearing. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. His bird suit is wild. Like it's a weird movie. The first time I watched it, I was like, "Oh, that was kind of weird." Oh yeah. Like you gotta have to get past birdie's eccentric ways to like to see that there's like a, a movie with the depth to con- connect to. Underneath, like the kind of wacky, wacky exterior, right? Yeah, which I, I kind of like. It's kind of refreshing to have a movie that's like a little goofy on the surface, but emotionally touching. So I would agree with that. It it was emotionally touching, but not too much of the film. I mean, they they hit you here and there, but they don't, you know, bury you with it. Yeah. We'll bury with the emotions. Most of, I mean, most of their encounters are fairly positive, if not a bit awkward. Yeah. We should talk about the performances, because those were just great from everyone. I feel like that's what makes this movie. I feel like this movie, if it had weaker performances, it would have been a little too weird. And it wouldn't have worked as well. But they did it, like, the way they handled it. If it didn't have such good actors. Yeah. Nick Cage is Al. And he just brings, like, when he's yelling at Birdie and he's, like, getting emotional at Birdie, who's just being silent. Like, he, I feel like each actor has, like, kind of a a little window of time to, like, shine in. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, Birdie's character is just catatonic, so he's not really delivering much towards the end. I mean, there's, like, a scene where he's crying that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But other than that, he's just kind of staring off into his face. And that's where, like, Nick Cage really brings it as Al. And then in the flashbacks, Nick Cage is, like, kind of just being cool guy, and Birdie's bringing more of, like, the nuanced performance. So they kind of, like, give each other, give way to each other's, like, good performances. With the two different like eras of the movie, time periods. I loved. Uh, sorry, we'll go back to characters, but I, I love the dog catcher scene so much. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Until you realize that uh, they were going to electrocute these strays. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that made it pretty sad, but then they got away. They got to free him. 
at least for this one go around. Yeah, yeah, that is nice. Yeah, I mean, besides the two of them, there's there's other good performances from a lot of smaller characters. The Doctor. I thought the Doctor was great. He didn't. Uh, he was able to manage Al's trouble with authority and his just big tough guy machismo, like pretty well. Yeah. So I'm not gonna get scared off by some young punk sergeant. Just hit. Uh, he punched his superior officer in a bar in Vietnam and knocked out his four front teeth and broke his nose. My God. Yeah. Or or so the the written or the spoken scene said. Yeah. 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 I mean, if only we got to see that. Oh, that would have been yeah. I would made for make for like a nice deleted scene or something. Oh, that, oh, that would have been. I'm trying to think of like other major characters besides the two of them, but it's like it really is their movie. But yeah, it really is just their movie. Just two. And they're great enough. I don't even think we've said the the actor for Birdie's name, Matthew Modine. Who uh, now people know him for? Uh, I can never remember the character's name, but he's the old like white-haired guy in Stranger Things. Yeah, he was, season one, maybe. He was kind of responsible for uh, bringing up Eleven. Yeah, yeah. Eleven's a uh, kind of father figure, or as as close to one as she got. Yeah, that was Matthew Modine, and he was Birdie when he was like a teenager in the eighties. <laughs> I always like that the first movie that Nick Cage did in the 2000s like in the year 2000 was uh, Gone in 60 Seconds because oh, no, that's such like a 2000 kind of movie oh for sure it's so good it's like that's how you break into the 2000s for Nick Cage is with Gone in 60 Seconds I have not seen that movie in a very long time. It's such a ridiculous movie, but I love it. Good. Sometimes that that's, it hits just the right spot. Like a, like a Little Caesar's Pizza. Heck yeah. Dude, uh, now that I got that 3D TV, we can watch the handful of 3D Nick Cage movies in 3D. I'm super excited for that. Yeah, there's like there's like four, maybe five. I know there's G-Force, where he plays an animated character. Animated. There's, uh, there's Ghost Rider 2 is in 3D. Oh, nice. That's there's uh, Drive Angry is in 3D. I think that might be it. I mean, there's the, the two Croods movies, but we already did that episode. That's true. We could always watch him again, though. Yeah, we could do 3D ones quicker. I would, I would love to see Ghost Rider 2 in 3D. Or, uh, yeah. What if they made, uh... Five Angry is pretty great 3D. Never seen it. Excited to see it. First time 3D. As, as, God, as the Lord intended. Yeah, hell yeah. It's a wacky movie, but it's so, like, over the top. I love it so much. I think it's one of his most underrated movies. Good. 
it's so like grindhousey and like over the top but violent and kind of dumb but fun that sounds really like tasty kind of movie. Yeah. yeah i think those are only 3ds uh i, I forget what's next for us we got to do uh we got about 20 minutes left okay at some point, we got to drop this uh, in a tier spot. Okay, yeah. We want to do that now? Yeah, we could do that. Let's see. Birdie. Almost wish I could see my uh, current map for reference. Yeah, I don't think I've given any S's or... Uh, the only S's or C I've done, I think I gave... Uh, Willie's Wonderland in S, which it deserved. Oh, you know what? I, I can I, pull it up. It's on our website, which I have bookmarked. Nice. I think I gave uh, Willie's Wonderland to C, because that made me laugh so fucking hard. You might have, yeah. yeah, you might have knocked it. I think you knocked it all the way up to Cage tier, and I put it in S, if I'm not wrong. I, just, I also really enjoyed just treating ourselves and going with like the full movie experience at the Alamo. That was cool. Oh, that always is so nice. Yeah. For our first time viewing in theaters. I, I felt like I was on a first class flight to nowhere. It was beautiful. Yeah, Willy's Wonderland is a good movie in theaters. Alright, now I got my list. Uh, I did do an A, Willy's Wonderland an S. Valley Girl got a B. Where do I want to put Birdie? Like it a B plus. I like a lot. Yeah, I think I was gonna go B too. I like it a lot. Yeah. But uh, do I like it more than Valley Girl? Maybe not. Hmm. Which is also in B, so I think it's fitting to put it in B with Valley Girl. I want to give it like eighty-seven, eighty-six points. I'm deciding between the two. Yeah. Give it a B. It's not quite a B plus. Yeah, I'm sticking with. I'm going with B too. So we got double B's for uh, old Birdie. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I have any closing statements on Birdie. Uh, we could talk about uh, a couple individual scenes, I guess. I liked the flight into the trash uh, water. I thought that was hilarious and disgusting. Yeah. Uh, not a whole lot more to say than my. That's my favorite individual piece. It's just him landing. Just imagine how much that flavor and the, the trash water in your ears, and you're gonna drown. Only I think they used that one as the cover of the Blu-ray that they made. That wasn't in the Blu-ray. No, it was on the cover. That oh yeah, it was the cover. Yeah. It's a good scene. No, it's a totally good scene. I like seeing Birdie. Uh, he actually soars a little. It's funny seeing uh, Birdie wake up from his uh, kind of lucid flight dream uh, naked in the birdcage. That was something kind of wild. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was prom, too. Yep. That was the night of the prom. He just gets in the birdcage naked. 
Yeah, just uh, grabs his prom dates, tit a couple times, and uh, that's it. <laughs> Into the birdcage. Into the birdcage we go. That's how he rolls. You know, I, and the, the scene where the bird flies through the window and dies. Uh, pretty fucking his favorite bird. Yeah, I really like the physical effects for uh, that son throwing the bird through the glass to break it. And the bird. Yeah. The yeah, then like the dead bird on the windowsill. Yeah. It's clear they just painted like a rock yellow and curled it through the fucking window. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> it's just a rock with a little beak on it. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm. Uh, I think it's about time to say bye bye, Birdie. Yeah, that might be the end of this episode for Birdie. Yep. Good movie. Good movie. Worth a watch. Worth a watch. Watch it ad free on Amazon Prime with ads, but in total, maybe like nine, ten minutes ads. Not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. Shout out. Pretty common. DVDs and Blu-rays of it floating around. Not that hard to get your hands on. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a fan of hard copies. Hopefully. Hopefully. That will make Hopefully you one. Somewhere, someone out there is. Well, yeah, one of these podcasts will possibly add some short video elements like a, uh, like a TikTok. We'll get to show you some sweet steelbooks and stuff. Oh, yeah, give, like, a little tour of my collection. Yeah. Give the fan what they want. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The dream is as real to me now as my waking life. I don't know where one begins and the other ends. I wish I could tell Al, but I'm afraid to. In my dreams... Nothing holds me down. Everything's out and away. There's nothing in my life to keep me here anymore. I wish I could die and be born again as a bird.